Welcome to Small Biz Matters with Alexi Boyd. Whether you're listening live on the Community Radio Network or via podcast, here's the show where you learn from experts, be inspired by journeys, and discover more about making your small business a success. I'm Alexi Boyd, broadcaster, advocate, and small business owner. Let's meet today's guest. And welcome to Small Biz Matters with Alexi Boyd. So, what is neuro linguistic programming? And how can mindset help you achieve in small business? It's certainly not a topic many of us are thinking about right now as small business in this country finds itself in the deepest crisis since crises were invented. But it's exactly that mindset which might actually help you dig your way out of that hole we all find ourselves in right now. And mindset or mindfulness can come in actually many forms. Self-talk being thoughtful about how we communicate with others, believing in yourself, and all that programming that occurs as a result of these conscious changes are examples of NLP. Even those of us who don't prescribe to this method of growing our business are actually utilising it without even realising it. So let's discuss how valuable it is as a business tool and start putting it to work. Anne McCune is, did I say that right, Anne? Yes. yes. <laughs> Anne McCune is a highly regarded master coach and trainer who empowers women to turbocharge their results in life and business so they can enjoy more success every day. Welcome to the show, Anne. Thank you, Alexi. It's great to be here. It's lovely to have you in our little studio up here in Hornsby. Now, let's talk. We had a lovely pre, uh, pre-prep pre chat about this topic because it's quite a fascinating topic. It's quite broad. We're going to try and cover it in 20 minutes. But let's talk about what first NLP actually is. Yeah, sure. So it stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. The neuro is our thinking. The linguistic is the language that we use, whether that's our own self-talk or how we convey messages to other people through our body language and our verbal language. And the programming is our behaviour that comes as a result of those thoughts in that language. Hmm. Okay, that, well, that makes sense. It's kind of like what I was saying before. It's all those sort of three pieces of the puzzle coming together a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And in the 1970s, there was a linguist and a mathematician, Richard Bandler and John Grinder, and they got together to try and discover what was it that made some people really successful and others just average um, or struggle through life and the three main things that they realised were the, the people's beliefs so is it possible their mindset so was it open or closed mindset and their strategy so the action plan that they would take and when you're talking about that that's quite interesting because it's a bit like how we think in terms of a business plan we've got these three chunks or in business planning ways more than three like dozens that all come together is it right to say that the programming aspect is the glue that holds those other bits and pieces together yes absolutely because we all know you can have great thoughts you can have a great plan but if you don't take action then nothing nothing changes or you're a politician for example <laughs> yes 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 and it's all talk all yeah. talk exactly yeah. Yeah. and we can be a victim of that definitely in small business so um give me some examples Examples of those neuro and those linguistic elements that perhaps we, we do every day in our business life but we don't realise? Well, the, the neuro, everything starts with a thought. And, and actually from NLP, even further down the line now, we have... Um, uh, neuroscience has taught us that the brain is malleable and th- and that we can change it by changing our thoughts. Everything starts with a thought. That thought creates a reaction in the body that creates an emotion and the emotion then um, is how we, we act or react. Now, successful people will act. They will have an action plan and they will take action. An emotional person with emotional thoughts will react and often that can have a negative impact on your business. So the self-talk comes into that too, that if you have a, a positive thought, 
that creates positive self-talk. I can do this. I will get sales. The year's not over yet. Um, I, I can, I will, I want to. If the language is more positive, um, then we have more positive emotion, which then allows the body to react in a more positive way. And often we're not aware of what we say to ourselves and we can be harder on ourselves than any friend or colleague would ever be. We beat ourselves up. Oh, I haven't met my targets this year and my, my staff aren't listening or um, I'm too tired or and we self-sabotage because as soon as we feed that to the brain, the body picks up. It's kind of like it's under our skin and then the behaviour becomes, oh, well, I won't bother. I'll give up. It's all too hard and the outcome is that we're not as successful as we could be if we were aware of those thoughts. So it's really all about that awareness. I find it quite fascinating when you were mentioning before about um, the way that it programs. I kind of think of the like neurons as little pathways that you run down and like you're running through the bush, every time you run down it, you reinforce that pathway and you make it a little more solidified. So if you're always thinking positively, and I guess successful people are you're always running down that path and you're reinforcing that positivity is that the is that basically the secret to success absolutely yeah yeah because um then the, the wires that um or the thoughts that fire together wire together and so it, it an analogy that i use it's exactly what you said is if you were walking along the same grass path to work every day you'd wear the grass down and you'd have this path and it's why it's hard to break habits because then we're going down this way and we but but we're bored with this road now and we know that this road isn't getting us where we want to be mm. and we want to go on the other side to the other road but the grass is really high and it's hard work we have to get out our scythe and start chopping it down and the unconscious mind will drag us back and say oh, that's too scary, we can't see what's at the end of that path. You might make all that effort and it doesn't lead anywhere. Why bother? Stay safe, stay in your comfort zone. Um, But if we can say, no, I'm actually going to, through our self-talk, keep going on this new path and create these new habits, we create this new pathway. And what happens is the grass grows up over the old pathway. And then we're not dragged down that old habit anymore but it takes time perseverance and that's where the NLP comes in because you can be aware of your thoughts the language and then the behavior so I always say when I'm speaking to my teenage daughter because I'm trying to help her develop good mindset in a practical way and I'll say to her sometimes the bad thoughts can be strong Mm. so I, I say to her well you know the thing then I guess the bad side about being a strong young independent female is that you're negative voice is actually very powerful as well it can be just as powerful Mm. so how do we stop that switch back over to the negative side how do you stop going to the dark side if you will if it is so strong and powerful yep yep so this is where nlp really is a strength because there are techniques mindset techniques that we that you do with a coach and one of the things is called anchoring where we have a trigger we use the body to impact the mind instead of the mind always impacting the body <laughs> so we live our life in an unconscious level um the unconscious mind runs the body basically right so your heart pumps without you thinking about it you breathe without thinking about it 
the blood runs through your veins without we can drive on automatic pilot to somewhere without us thinking about it so we need to then say and the unconscious is always trying to keep us safe it's wired for the negative because it wants to save us from trouble but where it used to have to save us from a saber-toothed tiger jumping out from when we're in our cave, we still have that old reptilian brain. But now we get into a negative spiral because somebody didn't reply to us on Facebook within three minutes. You know, nobody likes me now and they didn't respond immediately and, and, and our mind goes down that negative path. And we need to learn that... Um, the, the, the unconscious is keeping us safe but it's not always the best route to go so we have to use the body to interrupt the mind you know if someone's screaming and shouting and angry often you'll see someone slap them across the face to stop them <laughs> are now, you suggesting we slap each other across the face? no, it's not a great <laughs> idea but what it does do is it interrupts because immediately person will stop screaming they'll immediately go you know, what the heck did you do that for? And it gets them out of that state. So there are more gentle ways that we can do it. Um, one example that I share with clients is that they put a, a rubber band on their wrist and when you start to feel yourself going down that negative self-talk, you just ping it onto your wrist and actually on the inside of your wrist is quite sensitive, so it can be quite painful. <laughs> but it's that bringing the body going, ow, brings the conscious mind to the fore. And when we're working with the conscious mind, then we're actually, this is what I'm doing. We're making conscious, positive decisions. And do you need scaffolding around that as well? Do you need some, because when you're in that state of high anxiety or high stress, which so many businesses are in right now, uh, great to have that physical trigger to remove yourself out of there. But do you also need some pre-worded, things to say to yourself which you might not in that moment actually believe but if you say it to yourself you're going to start going down that that grass route again and reinforcing the good path yes absolutely so the first thing is to engage the body mm -hmm. so so get into the conscious mind then the conscious mind can have you can set up a, a, an affirmation or a mantra or a, actually i teach clients to just say stop it it's like stop that self-talk you know they used to say that people's that spoke to themselves or talked to themselves should end up in an asylum. <laughs> but actually, it's very clever if you talk to yourself, if you can calm the unconscious mind and say, no, I'm not doing that. Mm. Um, having, um, I am a capable, confident businesswoman. If you got up in the morning and you said that and you start to go through social media and you're comparing yourself to other businesswomen who seem to be doing better, notice the word seem, um, because comparison kills and then we go down this hole of, of I'm not good enough and then... But if you can hit your band on your wrist and say, now stop it, I am a capable, confident businesswoman, that sends the message to the mind. That thought creates that language that creates the emotion of an empowered businesswoman. And then you go and take more positive action. And I would say it doesn't always have to come down to you. So sometimes I like to write down on post-it notes lovely things that say to me, people say to me. So a very close friend of mine who's another podcaster um, you know, said, I love listening to you because you're electric and intelligent when you're interviewing and you're curious. And I went, oh, those are nice words. So I wrote them down on a piece of paper and I stuck it up on my wall. Yes. So whenever I'm feeling a little bit kind of down, I'll look at that and go, well, look, never mind what I think. Yes. Someone else thinks that of me too. So yes. hold on to those moments of 
loveliness and oh. where other people are saying that about you because it's really difficult at times to say that about yourself. Absolutely. And also That's I would right. say there's some wonderful groups out there that you can get part of that are, are online, uh, like-minded group individuals that you can be part of as well. And, and then just listening to other people, hearing what they say about you when they get to know you, that can be really positive as well. We're going to take a quick break here on Small Biz Matters. And when we return after the break, we're going to be speaking more to Anne about the difference between the conscious and the unconscious mind when it comes to achieving our goals. You're listening to Triple H. We'll be back after this. This episode of Small Biz Matters is proudly sponsored by the Australian Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman's Office. Led by Kate Carnell since its establishment only four years ago, Aspifio has provided education, advocacy and support, including free assistance if a small business is involved in a dispute. The office also provides assistance for disputes that fall under the franchising, dairy, horticultural and oil industry codes. Kate Carnell, as an independent advocate for small business owners, has the legislative power to influence our nation's lawmakers, ensuring legislation and regulations are put in place to help small businesses grow and in these times, survive. Small businesses are the engine room of the economy and it's Aspifio's role to do all they can to ensure they have the freedom to innovate, employ and thrive well into the future. So we're back in the studio now and we're speaking to Anne from 2M Power and we're talking about the importance of being connected with mindset. I'm not suggesting that you go out there and suddenly become a hippie. (laughs) Don't freak out. I'm simply suggesting that you are already using mindset and mindfulness in your everyday thinking when you are self-talking, when you're being positive, when you're being negative, unfortunately. And this is a way of just connecting with that consciousness and maybe utilising it as a business tool. So, and let's talk about the difference between conscious and unconscious mind when it comes to achieving your goals. Why do you have to be aware of that? Oh, that's a great question. Um, So look, the conscious mind is what I like to call your goal setter. So it likes logical conscious processes and it responds well to smart goals. I'm sure most of your listeners will have heard that where um, we're told that to be able to achieve something it needs to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and timed Um, because the conscious mind can relate to all of those things. Um, It's logical. It's logical, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, The unconscious mind is more like the goal getter, I like to call it that, because there's a part of the brain called the RAS, it's your reticular activation system. And it's the part that lights up when you tell it what you want. It's why you have to be careful what you wish for, because it will find you what you want draws us back into the language thing that if you're always going on about what's sad and bad and difficult in your business it will keep finding you what's sad and bad and difficult in your business so when you're aware of what the Raz wants, to give you an example you may have bought um, a vehicle, a particular model and colour and whatever and then you're, and you're driving around and suddenly you see that model of car everywhere or you play spotto with your kids in the car you know, find a yellow car. You never knew there were so many yellow cars. <laughs> yeah. And I remember the first time I did that, and I mean, in Glasgow, nobody drives a yellow car because <laughs> the weather's so rotten. Everybody's got navy blue or black cars. And I remember thinking, we're never going to find a, a yellow car here. But what immediately happened was I started to see yellow lines in the middle of the road. <laughs> I saw a yellow sign. <laughs> we drove by a park and I saw some yellow flowers. And then there was a DHL van which was yellow with red writing. Hooray, spotto. That was the 
RAS in operation. Yeah. So if we use the conscious mind to write down exactly what it is that we want and we keep telling the brain this is what we want we don't know how we're going to get there yet I always say you don't have to know every step of the way you just have to know where you want to end up and what's the first step you're going to take so in a practical way are you suggesting that like me everyone gets some pretty coloured post-it notes says what they want and sticks it on the wall in front of their computer absolutely is it not can't be that simple it is and what if you don't know what you want though (laughs) <laughs> well, then you need a coach yeah. <laughs> to yeah. help you, you uncover that. don't know that. what the end goal is, is and you're just yes. sort of floundering about a bit. That's where you have someone that draws it all together and gives you a little bit yes. of an end goal. Yes, Or at and least a small goal to achieve. Yes, looks at your strengths and what it is that you... What did you enjoy doing before you were, a, you mm. know, when you were a child? What are your natural gifts? Um, things like that. But we've also learned from neuroscience that when we write something down it has much more of an impact on the brain. So another aspect of NLP is that we include the five senses in everything that we do. So if you see something, if you hear it, if you feel it, if you can touch it, if you almost have a a sense or a taste around it, it sends a much more powerful message to the mind and makes it more real. So when we're doing some of the anchoring techniques, which a lot of sports people do, they'll work up... um, include the body and mind anchor so for example the way a golfer will hold a golf club before he takes a super swing um, or a, um, a footballer will bend down and bless himself before he takes a final goal uh, or a tennis person will, will, will hit their ankle with a racket um, that's their anchor that's it's the body saying to the mind, this is, I've set this up for success and they've prepared that with their coach months in advance that they don't have to, they automatically then shoot for the goal and, and are a winner. Without, think, they've almost they've tapped into that unconscious. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. Automatic pilot. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, it's, is that what we're sort of aiming for here is that um, by creating, uh, you know, through some, some good guidance and some good thought processes and having an end goal in mind and then reinforcing the positive instead of the negative. Is that what the end goal is? Is Absolutely. to try and disconnect the consciousness and just yes. start working unconsciously. Yes. Well sometimes I say to people, be a robot because a robot doesn't isn't run by its emotions. We we live our life based on our emotions or whether we feel like doing something. There's lots of things we don't feel like doing, but to be successful in business we ought to do them or we need to do them. And so when we can get on that path and say, feel the fear and do it anyway, or switch off, a robot only does what it's programmed to do. So if you can be programmed through anchors to just take these positive steps on this positive path, then you will succeed. And then you gain momentum. And then that's the automatic pilot. If you think of a plane taking off the first parts, the hardest parts along the runway and then trying to get up above the clouds. But once you're above the clouds and floating and soaring, then it's easy. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us all of your guidance and your information and your knowledge about NLP. And um, I think I've learned something today. It's surprising how much we already engage with this process. How can people find out more about you and what it is that you do, Anne? Oh, thank you. So my website is just annemcewan.com. A-N-N-E-M-C-K-E-O-W-N and I offer a free 30-minute call for anybody that's looking for some guidance so I'd love to hear from you. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's been great. 
This week's episode was proudly broadcast from Triple H Studios in Sydney, Australia and sponsored by the Office of the Australian Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman. If you've enjoyed listening, go ahead and give us some thank you stars on your podcasting platform. It would be much appreciated. Then head to the Small Biz Matters website where you can listen to over 170 episodes, read more about our speakers and find out how to become a media partner. See you all next time.